Welcome to The New Way, the bite-sized podcast for leaders and executives like you who want to transform their organisation and inspire people to work in new ways. Forget stalled progress and disappointment from upstairs. Each episode, I reveal how to communicate your vision, drive change, and become the leader that everyone loves. No BS or fluff, just the practical info that you need. I'm Dr. Kate Byrne. Get ready for actionable insights, mini execution plans, and game-changing secrets from my 20 years in the trenches, supporting senior leaders to introduce the new way. (laughs) Let's get started. Hello, hello. Welcome to the last episode of The New Way for the year 2021. (laughs) It is so fabulous to have you joining me. How are you? Can you believe that somehow it's already summertime here in Australia? What a year it has been, hey? I bet that you could do with some time off. I know I could. And that's why I wanted to cover this topic today. Unfortunately, right now, exhaustion and burnout. It's just a hallmark of folks who are change managers, transformation experts, and communication specialists, isn't it? Of course, you know, we all know the world and the way that we work has been changing really quickly in the past two years. And experts in the organizational change and communication space have been more in demand than ever before. And while that demand across the industry is great, you know, it's really cool, it's exciting for many reasons, the flip side is that so many of us have been working like crazy, nonstop, chained to our laptops and mobiles and, of course, a thousand other messenger apps. (laughs) If you're leading a significant change initiative right now, please hear me when I say it is okay to take time off. It's okay to take a proper break and to refresh where you just don't think about work at all. It's okay to let your nervous system calm the F down so that you can really recalibrate. But I'm a big, big believer that to make the most of your time off, in particular in this season, uh, you know, so that you can actually enjoy it fully, you have got to prepare and create the space to make it happen. Future you is going to be so, so very happy that you did this. Now is the time to think about this stuff, about how to prepare your change initiative and your work so that you can take time off at the end of the year or time off over summer. You want to prepare now so that you can enjoy a few very well-deserved weeks off, you know, not thinking about work at all, not thinking about any of the stuff that we talk about here on the podcast at all, just secure in the knowledge that the change program you're responsible for is still on track and your stakeholders are feeling supported during the time that you're having off. That's why today I'm going to share the exact four steps that I take. And these are the steps that I recommend that you take right now too, so that you can set this up for yourself. 
Now, by the way, before we dive in, while the steps that I'm sharing here are, of course, specifically for change leads, change managers, transformation experts, engagement leads, communication managers, everything that I'm covering here will also be really, really relevant for program managers, project managers, and anyone else involved in the delivery of a significant organizational change. Okay, let's get stuck in. Here's exactly what to do to prepare your change initiative now so that you can take quality time off at the end of the year or over summer. The first step is to figure out and to communicate exactly what your leave is going to be and what your status is going to be while you're on leave with key stakeholders. So this is about getting crystal clear on when you're going to be on leave, exactly what those key dates are and your availability, as well as your status during that time. So what expectations can you set for people? What expectations is it reasonable for them to have of you while you're on leave? Will you be checking email occasionally or will you be completely offline while you're on leave? And look, either is probably fine. I have a personal preference, but it's up to you. As long as you communicate exactly what your plans are, what your availability is in advance with your team members, with your manager, with your client contacts, and of course, with your important stakeholders. Now, on that stakeholder front, I strongly recommend giving key stakeholders advance warning now as soon as you know what your plans are and what your boundaries are around that, what your status is going to be while you're on holidays. I reckon that you should organize catch-ups with them to give them a heads up about your plans and then find out about their plans and any support requirements that they expect to have even support requirements that you just think they might have an inkling that they're going to need. That counts too. Even if they haven't asked for something in particular, maybe, you know, read the room and um, think about what you have a feeling like they might seek out over December and January. It's not the end of the world, but personally, I really like to do this through live informal interaction rather than, you know, over email or something like that to help build the relationship. So I say go grab a coffee together or if that's not possible, jump on a call together or a Zoom, that kind of thing. This simple act can be a powerful good vibes engagement activity in itself with far-reaching benefits for the transformation program that you're delivering far beyond just organising, you know, what's going to happen over the next few weeks (laughs) while people are on leave. (laughs) Okay, so the next step is to plan out your quarter one for 2020 now. So the intent of this step is to know what your priorities will be as soon as you're back on deck. You want to be in a place where you can be proactively, clearly sharing your Q1 plans with key people. That includes, you know, line management as well as your important stakeholders. You want to be in a place where you're clear on what your intent is for Q1 right now, well before Christmas. This will help you build trust and confidence with stakeholders and Also, if you're anything like me, you are going to love that sense of personal clarity (laughs) too. So you want to think about your theme for the quarter. What is going to be your 
overarching theme for focusing on for the first quarter of next year. Think about the specific and measurable goals for Q1, key milestones, your main deliverables that you are prepared to commit to, and important events that you may have planned like workshops or reporting that you know you're going to want to cover in that time. I really recommend getting as granular as possible especially for your first four weeks back in the office next year. You want to do that now. So do the thinking and the planning as soon as you can on this side of Christmas so that you're calm and you know exactly what to focus on when you're back on deck. I mean, what specific deliverables, what specific activities and milestones will you be focused on in your first week back in the office? whether that's actually in the office or working from home, you know what I'm saying. So what's going to be exactly what you're going to be focused on in week one? What about your first fortnight back? Get really granular for that first month. And then once you're clear on your plan for the first quarter, find ways to set up the scaffolding for it now. So for example, can you forge schedule meetings with stakeholders now so that you get in their calendars early and you're able to confirm their availability for Q1 now? That kind of thing is really going to help them feel a sense of confidence that things are progressing appropriately and that you are totally on top of things. And of course, I know you are. So why not spread that message? (laughs) Okay. The third step that I recommend is considering how you can repurpose your most popular or important content over this period. So let me say straight away, repurposing content that you've already created, it's not cheating. You might think that's random. And if you do, you might be lucky enough to be surprised by the number of change and communication managers that I've worked with over the years that feel like repurposing their great work is somehow cheating. So I just want to be very clear, if you know what I'm talking about here, repurposing your great work and the resources you've already created, that's not cheating. In fact, given you're listening to this, I'm going to assume that you drive and support organizational change and communication. So that means you likely already know that our stakeholders often need to be exposed to key messages a number of times for things to really sink in. I bet you know that's true. So this is just a reminder for you. And of course, I bet you also know that just because the organizational change you're responsible for is of course, hugely important to you, well, that doesn't mean it's anywhere near as important to our stakeholders, even our most important stakeholders. It's just one of a number of important things going on for them. And that means that your stakeholders may not have even seen some of the great content and resources that you and the team have created and distributed this year. They just may not have had the bandwidth for that, you know, like nothing personal. So now is the perfect time to think about ways to repurpose your best or your most important content. This means that with a small, teeny tiny amount of effort on your part now, key messages about the transformation program can still be shared, distributed, promoted and accessed by folks while you're enjoying your well-earned downtime. (laughs) Just because you and the team are going to be taking a break over Christmas and New Year and whatever summer holidays you've got, that doesn't mean that everyone will. 
I hear, you know, that some sickos like to use this quieter time to catch up on things and to do some of that less urgent but still very important work that we all have on our plate, you know, stuff like catching up on training or understanding changes to corporate policies and that type of thing. So to bring this idea of repurposing to life, I recommend talking to the internal or corporate communications team in your organization and to ask them which content. So, for example, when I say content, I mean knowledge articles, intranet pages, videos, all staff messages from the secretary or the CEO, roadmaps, training modules, feedback forums, case studies, staff profiles, all of that kind of good stuff that you and the team have shared over this past year. Ask the communication team, the corporate communication team, which was the most well-received. Then ask the team if there's an opportunity to republish popular articles or perhaps to promote online training modules or to repurpose things in another way over this kind of summertime period. So, for example, could you produce a special summer edition newsletter or intranet page or maybe a microsite that's focused on the change initiative that repurposes all of your best stuff and kind of shows it differently? Could you perhaps replace snippets from the secretaries or the CEO's all-staff speeches over the past year about the transformation program on digital screens? Could you take over the intranet homepage during stand-down? Think about ways to leverage all of that good work that you and the team have already done and then work with, you know, whichever team you need to that owns the relevant communication channels in your organisation to bring those ideas to life. You don't always need to partner with corporate areas to repurpose content if that feels like it's huge or you just don't think there's going to be appropriate communication channels that you're going to be able to access. So to do it more simply, for example, you could create a series of emails sharing existing good news stories or case studies from this year that also perhaps promotes existing resources and other materials that you could link to. And then you can schedule that series of emails in advance so that they go out at whatever frequency that makes sense. Perhaps, um, you know, that is like one update goes out a week or every two weeks while you're away. Something like that. I know that I've just shared a bunch of ideas and suggestions. Look, the main takeaway here is that just because you and the team are having a break doesn't have to mean the transformation program must go completely dark. If you think it would be useful to proactively engage stakeholders during this time, then you can. And repurposing the content and resources you already have is a great way to do this. So I really urge you to think about that. The last step that I recommend to help you prepare your change initiative so that you can take time off over Christmas and summer is pretty tactical. It's about how to set up your out of office for maximum effect. Now, I like to use a two-phased approach here. First up, as soon as you know which days you'll be out of the office, update your signature block to include some info about your upcoming leave. You know, how folks are going to be able to access information or the support, you know, if they want to get support, how they can do that in your absence and let them know what they can do straight away if they have any concerns about how they're going to be working together while you're away so they can sort things out now. That's phase one. So if you already know when you're going to be taking leave as you're listening to this, I recommend that you update your signature block with that information right now, right, right now. 
It's an easy way to give your stakeholders a little heads up that you're planning some uninterrupted quality, you know, sandy beach days soon, and that if they have any concerns, they should come to you about that right now. Then as phase two of the autoresponder (laughs) strategy, the business day before your leave officially starts, turn your out of office on. And now I recommend that you think about your out of office notification. Don't think about it like an email. Don't think about it like an announcement. Think about it like a landing page that is designed to promote your transformation program. Now, what I mean by this is to make sure that your out of office message includes the key messages that are relevant right now, a clear call to action for people, links to any important resources. So, for example, perhaps it's those, you know, links to training modules or that one page roadmap that you have. And of course, information about who to contact in an emergency while you're not on deck. The key to getting this right and to really thinking about how you can make the most of that landing page, having that kind of mindset, is to think about the ideal desirable actions that you would like your key stakeholders to take. If it could be any way at all, if they were coming to you for information, what is the ideal next step that they take? And think about how you can make your autoresponder as helpful and persuasive as possible to get them to do just that. So there you have it. That's my advice on how to prepare your change initiative so that you can take time off at the end of the year and over summer. I hope that this gives you a bit of a checklist to use and that it really inspires you to take considered action now to set this stuff up. I know from experience that taking the time to do this stuff now, oh my gosh, it is going to pay dividends for you not just for when you're back on deck next year and you're really able to hit the ground running, knowing that you did everything that you could to support and maintain relationships with key interested stakeholders while you were away, but also personally in terms of how great it is going to feel when you close the laptop on your last day before Chrissy, knowing that everything is sorted and that you can drop into holiday mode without worrying about work at all. Look, I personally have still got a few weeks before I'm going to be turning my out of office on. But this, like I said, it's the last podcast episode for the year. I'll be back again next year with more episodes. But if you'd like to stay in touch in the meantime, you're going to find me hanging out and sharing ideas over on LinkedIn. I'm over at Dr. Kate Byrne if you'd like to connect over there. And I would love to connect with you. Whether you're having a big or a small break, whatever you're doing over the holidays and whoever you're celebrating with, I hope that you have a lot of fun and that you find the time to reflect on and celebrate everything that you've achieved in this crazy, crazy year. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode and for joining me with all the other ones that you have listened to as well. I have loved connecting with you in this way and bringing this podcast to life this year has definitely been a highlight for me. So, Thank you. Thank you for being here. Big hugs, take care, and I can't wait to catch up with you in the new year. Bye for now.